Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was so cool I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Again, basketball resumes tomorrow night. So does the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. We just get to talk about all that happened over the weekend and uh, talk about some bets we'll make in the future on all of those or speculate on bets considering making bets and to help us along we bring in micah adams from the sporting news how you doing micah what's up guys thanks for having me i appreciate you coming on listen this has nothing to do with betting but i just want to ask a question because we went over everything about yesterday uh as i'm sure you have all day the suns with just i can't even explain what we saw yesterday like 27 points in the first half down 30 at the half. You're the home team in a game seven. And I guess my question is, as, as sort of, you know, reticent as some folks are to, to ask this, how much of the blame should Monty Williams take on this coach of the year? I look, I, I think they all, I, I think if we're playing, if we're playing blame pie, I think it just is, it's even all the way around because there's nobody looks good here. Right. Monty doesn't look good. Devin Booker doesn't look good. Chris Paul doesn't look good. DeAndre Ayton doesn't look good. Mikael Bridges. I mean, nobody looks good. That that wasn't one of those games where, you know, Dallas came out and it was like an all Madden mode, right? Where the, the game just decides that you're not going to win. They weren't, they weren't out there shooting 78% and making everything uh, under the sun. I, I mean, that's just the flattest performance I think I, I can honestly ever remember um, and I, so, I mean, I, I guess if you want to point the finger at Monty for not having him ready, for not adjusting, for not doing something quicker to get them out of that, that funk before it got too deep, uh, I, I think that's totally fair. 
Um, I, I, with you guys, I'm just at a loss for words for, for what transpired there. Micah, of the teams that are left, what team would you say has been the most consistent in the playoffs? Because we, we kind of look and, you know, obviously there was that complete no-show by the Warriors that we saw. We see that there are these extended streaks where it seems like the Heat can't figure out how to put the ball in the bucket at all. Like, is it is it the Celtics, I guess, overall, their body of work has been the most consistent in the playoffs? I would say yes. Uh, you know, I mean, they they completely dismantled dismantled Brooklyn, right? And and I know that that was a sweep, and all four games were close. Uh, and then I, I truly believe that that Boston Milwaukee series was the de facto NBA Finals. I know we'll we'll talk about championship favorites here uh, later. I you know I, I think that the Warriors have been puzzling, right? That game five in Memphis was you know prior to that Phoenix laying an egg the other night was the most surprising result. Of the postseason, I, I will say I do think that deep down Dallas also they it knows who they are, right? Um, I mean it's it's Luca and then it's everybody else falling in line and playing their roles. They they spread pick and roll five out. They know exactly who they are on both ends of the floor. So I think that Dallas has been really consistent. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that from start to finish, it's it's sort of Boston. Boston here would be my pick. So the Warriors are the short shot to win it all at this point, but that is largely uh, an extension or derivative of the current finals, uh, conference finals series prices, which we'll get to the West momentarily. But let's start with tomorrow night's Boston at Miami. The Heat do have home court advantage. They are on a greater rest here heading into game one. They're point and a half favorites in game one. But the Celtics right now minus 180 preflop to win this. The Heat plus 150. Again, home court advantage and more than negligible dogs here, despite having the better rest situation in game one. Celtics, by the way, if you're looking for correct or exact finishes, Celtics to win in six is the short shot at plus 265. And I guess my question, Micah, is, you know, everybody's talking justifiably about Luka. People talk about Jason Tatum and the the depth of the Celtics justifiably. We saw it in full bore yesterday. The Warriors have the old championship DNA, as Steph talks about all the time. They are the most beautiful thing in basketball when when it's their A game. The Heat, as a number one seed, just seemed to me to still be this team that is the, oh yeah, by the way, the Heat are in this as well. Is that series price correct? Do you give the Heat a puncher's chance? What am I missing here? Uh, I, I think you're spot on. Uh, look, I, I think that the Celtics are rightfully favored, uh, but I do think that, that that should probably be a little bit closer than it is. I think, you know, you, not only are the Heat the number one seed in the East, not only do they have home court, people just seem to forget that they, they were in the finals two years ago. I mean, this is not like some nice regular season team that uh, won a couple games together and strung it along. I mean, they've been here basically with this same core, uh, plus the the whatever happened to Kyle Lowry, I, I don't know what happened to him, but um, yeah, I, I think that this is a team that, that look they they are not going to be a pushover. Jason Tatum said it as much uh, after Game Seven the other night, looking ahead to to Miami. They they will give the Celtics every every bit as much of a rock fight as they just had against Milwaukee. They're going to have against Miami, uh, and, and I I think that the rest factor is really big, and, and I you know if. If I was picking Boston to win this series, I would actually wait till after game one to bet it because I I expect the Heat to win game one. Uh, I think there's a natural letdown, only one day off rest. Uh, It's in Miami. 
you know, so, you know, if, if I'm picking this series and I am picking Boston to win, I just wouldn't bet it until they're down one out. I think that's the way to play. It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think we were, we were all kind of thinking that maybe that you'll get a, a, a better price as well on that one. Well, if we look at this, this, this Mavericks Warriors, I mean, this game one sitting at five right now in favor of the Warriors total two fourteen and a half. What are we looking at here from a matchup standpoint? Because we were kind of speculating. We know that the NBA, you know, the NBA on TNT guys were sitting there speculating as well. What is what do you feel like is going to be the Warriors' answer for Luca here? Who who are they going to put on him? What are they going to do? How are they going to prevent this guy from doing what he's basically done all season long? Yeah, I mean, that's the million-dollar question, right? And if Steve Kerr figures that out, I think Monty Williams should just give him the – he should go – personally deliver as coach of the year trophy <laughs> for doing what he couldn't uh, look in the regular season. Andrew Wiggins by far guarded uh, Luca more than anybody he actually did a really good job. Uh, you know, matched up against Wiggins. Luca only had one assist, six turnovers shot 45%. Um, the problem I think when it comes to golden state's chances of stopping Luca is kind of twofold, right? Um, you know, for someone that really didn't play very much, the Warriors are really going to miss Gary Payton. Uh, because he's probably their second best option. I mean, Kaminga has all the talent in the world. He's too young. He'll get in foul trouble so quickly uh, against Luca. And, you know, one thing you don't want to be doing is sending him to the line and getting in the bonus early, right? Uh, Andre Godala is just, you know, complete non-factor even when healthy. Uh, so I think it's a relatively bad matchup. Now, I say all that, and, you know, nobody in the NBA is more pick-and-roll heavy than Dallas. Luca's the probably the single best pick and roll player in the league. Well, guess who's the number one defense against pick and roll in the regular season. It was golden state in the playoffs. It's been golden state. So uh, I, I think that that really will be sort of, it, it's so simple to say is if they can stop Luca, if they can slow down Luca, but in all, in all seriousness, it, that's really is what it comes down to. Micah, the Warriors are minus 225 favorites in this series. This is actually down from this morning. The Mavericks have taken some money. Mavericks plus 185 on the comeback. Uh, Warriors in seven is the short shot, but Warriors in five is right behind that at plus 350. I mean, I guess that's the thing here. Would you be all that shocked if the Warriors rolled them in five despite all the, the Luka greatness, admittedly? Uh I don't think I don't know if shocked is the right word, but I do think that just from what we just saw Dallas do to Phoenix, especially coming down from 2-0, right? Uh, I, th I think that the, the knee-jerk reaction will be if Golden State comes out and rolls them in games one and two. Uh, I don't know if we're going to declare this series over, but I mean, we just saw Golden State let Memphis back in. Yep. Right. We just saw Dallas claw back in. We've seen this is a Golden State team that I mean, even when they were at the height of its powers. Uh, they were careless. They let their foot off the gas, cost them one ring against the Cavs in, in 2016. Um, so I, I, I would be a little bit surprised if they rolled them. And I think that's honestly just more out of respect for Luca and what the Mavs have been able to do uh, than it is anything. I, I, I do expect a long series here. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I did. Did I gather you do kind of like Miami here with the point and a half? Uh, uh, laying a point and a half here in game one, but you do like the Celtics overall in the series. I do. That, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what I, what I see happening. And, and I, w I wouldn't be surprised if Miami takes games one and two as well. Um, you know, I, I think one thing that we've seen with the Celtics, I mean, we, we talked about home court earlier, right. And 
Obviously, having game seven at home uh, historically favors that. I, I Boston is not going to be scared of playing a game seven anywhere. Uh, that game six in Milwaukee was about as tight as it gets. Um, and, you know, what, what I actually the, the game that came to mind uh, was ironically, you know, Jason Tatum going into Milwaukee in a game six on the road against the best player in the league. Eerily similar to a 10 years ago, LeBron going into Boston in a game six and then coming home and taking care of business in game seven. So, uh, yeah, Matt, you're exactly right. I I think Miami is going to win game one. I wouldn't be shocked if they win game two, but I I do like Boston to win the series overall. Real quick, Micah, because we got to go. Five and a half is the point spread Wednesday night game one. Would you take the five and a half with the Mavericks? Uh, I would. I would. I, I expect that to be close. Uh, maybe they even win it outright. But yeah, I would I would take the points there. Okay. Micah Adams from Sporting News. You can follow him on Twitter at Micah Adams13. That's the numbers one and three. Thank you, Micah. Enjoy the games. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Micah bringing up one, uh, you know, he's talking about even at the height of their powers that the Warriors would take their foot off the pedal. It's one of the, it's one of the most amazing stats that I, I don't think gets thrown around enough. The 73-win record-setting Warriors who ended up losing to the Cavs mm-hmm. The last four minutes and 40 seconds of that deciding game, the Warriors did not score a point. And I, we just sat there. If you're a Warriors fan, you just sat <laughs> and just stared at the TV in disbelief. And that cost them, obviously, the iconic play where LeBron raced down court and blocked Andre Iguodala's shot. Just amazing. We'll come back. We will look uh, flesh out the PGA, I should say, at Southern Hills. Our one and done and apparently a very dramatic golf draft next. Beeson's primetime action. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Board Under Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. I uh, ran us into the wall on that uh, PGA discussion. Kelly's looking something with well, the the guy the guy with the grip we were talking Matt and I were talking about during the break just oh. got an RBI single. Well, it's all the grip and the bat. I was so confused when I looked up and saw. A, Why was a, it a substantial grip? Is what you're saying? Yeah, it looked like a, it looked like a golf club. Right? Like it was it was a I mean a wooden bat with a a full gripping on it. I didn't I didn't know that was something you could do. I asked Matt about it. He looked at me like I was an idiot. And yeah, no, I didn't look at you. It was, just, it was just funny that you were like blown away that a guy had a tennis grip on a you're on lear- a bat. You're learning all kinds of things tonight. That the French Open are in qualies. That the uh, draws really until am. Thursday. Yeah, I really am Lear- learning a lot about sports. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what were we talking about? Well, yeah, I, PGA. Yeah, I ran us into the wall on the PGA. I don't know if Matt yeah. finished his thoughts yes. either. The, so I, so I played. I actually should have pulled this up on the, on the break. But I, I definitely played, um, Scheffler against, Scheffler against uh, against Rom for the reasons that I said. Like Rom has just been super super bad around the greens lately, and and for me that was really all I needed to to see whenever I'm getting him against what I consider to be you know the best player, most consistent player certainly in the world. Right now, I took Robert McIntyre against Thomas Peters. Robert McIntyre is a guy that I've kind of ridden here uh, of late. He has been playing much, much, much better. He is a guy that's played in you know a lot of these crazy conditions, which again, things can change over forty-eight hours. We don't know, but there are there are forecasts that have stuff that could be like as high as forty mile an hour winds or whatever. Like so. <laughs> Some of these, some of these reports have it like getting ridiculous like that, and so yeah, it's one of the major defenses again this week, right? There, yeah. there are some similarities to what you saw last week as far as maybe some conditions. You're just not going to have the easy play. Yeah, they they took some trees off of this course as well to open it up so that the winds were like able to really mess with players and everything like that. So they did that as well. Um, you put in, you said you put in Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, I, I was. I, I didn't dig into it. I don't, I don't think as much as you did, but just kind of did did some brief course research just to narrow down. You know, kind of, kind of more stat, You know, overall basic stats we were going to be looking at. Um, and then I just I wanted to be aware. I think it's always good go before 
before the major week begins and all the betting markets shift on Monday and they shift on Monday and people start actually betting it, there's still numbers that are up over the weekend before that I think they're at least worth keeping an eye on. And when I saw Matsuyama playing well on Saturday and then he played even better on Sunday, I saw 50 to one ups here in town at William Hill. I was like, I think he's too quality of a golfer to pass up a 50 to one on. So I add, added him. And then, um, how would you like to Matsuyama low round yesterday, 10 under and lose? Yeah. Oh, 62 man. lose. Um, and then the only, the only other guy I added was, uh, um, Justin Thomas, who, who you know, kind of, you know, kind of like I was saying, we, you know, we, he was number one in all of our models last week. Matt, I ended up betting him live in tournament after Friday's show. We talked and about that won. a little bit. Was that? And he almost won. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he ended up having a great weekend too. Same thing. I saw a nineteen to one hanging around here in town. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get better than that all this week. Uh, and right now, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to. So I, those are the only two I've added. But I haven't really dug into the, uh, into the tournament too too much uh, so far. I just went in because Circa posts like, like they'll make they'll take long shots and then put them on steroids and like right, put yes. these like super ridiculous numbers on these long shots. So I went in and just put like a whole bunch of little smallish. Well, bets and that's what I was doing last week too, right? So I got grabbed Cameron Young at like 150 to one. Aaron Wise at 250 to one. Right. Like you know, guys that I have, I do not expect to win at all. But the price is literally double what you can find anywhere yeah. else, and they're like so. You know, small bet on Chris Kirk at 375 to one, right? Adam Hadwin at 300 to one. Um, Aaron Wise at 225 to one. Like, I was basically just taking little, little small shots on some of these dudes that the prices, like I said, are, are quite literally double what they are right. ever any other shop you can you find in the country. And typically, these big numbers will go away. And so, I just wanted to get to those a little bit early. Yeah, Adam Hadwin, that. that I, I didn't even see that one. I, I will be adding him yeah. to three. What'd you say? 300, 300 to, one? to one. Yeah. He is 180 yeah. to one at draft. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I took can't lay over, over, uh, over Rom as well. Uh, I got can't lay it up at a plus one fifteen price over Rom as well, which, which I thought was really, really. Well, favorable. if you're, if you're thinking, you know, around the green stats are going to weigh that heavily into your model, model this week, then heck yeah. Those sound like two great plays mm-hmm. over Rom. Full fleshed out bets on Wednesday for you guys. Yep, full fleshed out bets on Wednesday. We will have Rick Gaiman on the show tomorrow to preview the tournament, and Sia Najad will join us on Wednesday as well. To talk oh, Sia back yep. on the show. Okay, we look forward to that. Uh, they're showing the Odo Rizzi uh, replay. I hope it's not what I think it is, but and you know where I stand. And congrats if you had the over in the Angels-Rangers game, where the Angels came out and scored three in the top of the first, and the Rangers came back and scored six in the bottom of the first, and you are over the total of eight in the first inning. That's go. got to feel great. Here's our one and done from this past week at the uh, Byron Nelson, the AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, Kelly didn't make the cut. Will Zalatoris did not make the cut for Kelly. But Joaquin Neiman with a slight, slight amount of money. He ended up, oh, he was that in contention. Neither that one of, sucked. Neither one of our guys. To, yeah. neither, one, neither one of our guys put their foot on the gas on Sunday. Like that was just a. Uh, I had a friend pretty large top twenty bet on Joaquin Neiman, and that like that's Neiman was too back. He might have been the best example of why this tournament really pissed me off this weekend. And I'm like, yeah. I want nothing to do with it again. Where it was, what did he shoot? One over yesterday. Two over. Two, two over. over and drops that far back because of how easy scoring conditions are. I mean, like you're talking about, Gil, we're talking about a guy who was in contention on Saturday to win this thing. Was two and back, yeah. He shoots two over and he can't 
get cash the top 20 on them because it's just hey, everybody's out there shooting eight under. And McNeely went McNeely went one under, but Same thing, with yeah. everybody else going four, five, six, seven, if you're if you're Shoffley, you shoot a 61. Ugh. Yeah. Um, you know, like everybody else was moving. So you 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 go one under and you look up and you find yourself this is what what was crazy. I actually I, I tweeted this yesterday. When we talk about like the, the reason we <laughs> this is that's so amazing. We're just, okay, well, hold on. Um, they showed us on another screen what's coming up. The uh yeah. the, the reason we talk so much about these core like why we'll give a full like course we spend a whole segment on talking about the course and the type of players that fit the course whenever we talk about these other tournaments and stuff like that before we get to actually our plays and stuff. Because what this shows, 24 players in this tournament went 18 under or better. Twenty-four. Everybody on the PGA Tour is awesome. The only thing that separates them is the courses and the course conditions. And so when you have a course like this past week that everybody can get at, 24 different guys went 18 under or better. They're all awesome. It's the, What separates them is when you get to a course like we're going to play this week where it's very, very tough, and then that's where the cream, the cream rises to the top and all that because it's, 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 it's also it's, where our handicapping benefits, yeah. we benefit the most from, is when they play tougher courses, Matt, yeah. right? Like it's... I, I was kind of talking. Gil and I were talking about this on a break while you were when you were getting a bagel. You made a nice mad dash mm-hmm. for a bagel for yeah. three minutes. Yeah. But the, I this is I, I'm never I haven't been the guy ever who's been like the birdie fest tournaments make me sick. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point though because it's and I'm going to put this on some of the players too where we watch some of these tournaments. Uh, uh, and, and yes, Honda Classic a tournament I used to cover, but it's the best example of this. So I'll keep bringing it up. Half of the dang players who play on the PGA Tour live right where the Honda Classic's held every year. It's a really hard course. We never see some of the big names show up because we, it, it, always the running joke with it is these guys don't want to look bad playing golf. I don't care because I'm so sick of seeing tournaments like this. I've gotten to that point where it's like they're near impossible for us to bet unless you're betting Really just throwing a few outrights, and Matt absolutely attacked this the right way this week. I tried too many finishing positions and matchups and everything that just, well, my matchups went well. Finishing positions were a disaster. And it's because of this stuff where it's anybody, even on the final day, there's 10 guys that got a chance to win it, if not more, because you can shoot 11 under. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at this at this leaderboard, and this is, again, this is why I played literally at zero derivative bets in this one. But, I mean, you're looking – Peter Malnati shoots a 66. Matt Kuchar goes out, shoots a 64. Alex Noren shoots a 64. Bryce Garnett shoots 64. Nate Lashley, 64. Like, it was just, like, anybody. Yes, anybody. Anyone that teed it up could have shot a 64. But, but, my point is, though, Matt, is this still at the end of the year, or as of right now, this is a top 10 field on the PGA Tour this year, was at that tournament over the weekend. And like it's then it's partially on the players for showing up to these tournaments that I don't want to watch. I had no entertainment watching that this weekend, and they don't want to show up to the tournaments that are harder to play. It, it, I'm, I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> wow, you just got old really quickly. Kelly ranted know, right? right there, wow. man. That Whew. was a that was a rant. Are you okay, man? I'm cool. It was just like I guess we can, fly. Fly. I guess, so I guess we can throw this yeah. up real quick because it's just yeah. Oh no, we didn't no, get no. Anything oh, right. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Wait for after the break. We have to talk about this. And Danielle joins us next as well. Coming back on Vison's primetime action. How dare you try to squeeze that in?
You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch. With the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge, compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It's Gil, Matt, and Kelly. And uh, around these parts, it used to be Gil, Matt, Kelly, and Danielle Alvari. Our friend Daniele, who is now the host of the L.A. City Cast, wherever podcasts are distributed, we welcome Danielle. And how you doing, Danielle? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing so great. I haven't actually looked at a golf bet since I left you guys, so I'm really excited for what you guys have coming up here. Well, let me tell you something. We we almost it's almost like it was perfect that we saved this for you. So you used to when you did the do all the golf draft with us, you used to famously either win it outright or just crap out entirely. Right? That was your thing. That's my personality dead on. So yeah, it makes sense. It all adds <laughs> up. You know, you crap out in your personality. Is that what I mean? So I'm, look, I'm a hundred or zero. She, she was Ricky Bobby. You she was Ricky I mean? Bobby. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was part of your, your first charm. Or your last. It's part of your charm. So look, uh, I just want you to review this result, these results with us <laughs> because we have not improved one iota since your departure. Look at that redness on the screen. Oh, 14 and one. Is the collective? By the way, I win this on a CT pan pre-flop withdrawal. Yes, he did. So Wednesday night we do these CT pan withdrew Thursday morning. We didn't know about it. Nobody, none of us thought about it or caught it. And I was grading these this afternoon, and I could not find CT pan anywhere on that on that leaderboard. Thought he maybe missed the cut, but no. Winner. No. So $100 gets, goes back to Gil, yes, sir. and he wins it with minus his $400. Ticket, his ticket is a refund. That's right. Because Mr. Pan got ill. An illness, <laughs> apparently it says. Mm-hmm. I deserve one of those, uh, I think, on the, uh, the the terrible bad beats I've had on this. But, uh, Kelly, you, you, I was, uh, we, we had one the other day when you weren't around. And That's right. You handled I conceded it like a gentleman. To you. Yeah, this is, uh, we're, just, we're, we're, we're more grown up around here these days. That's ADL. right. A lot of gentlemen just handling this. This is a... This this is this shows why I did not play a single derivative market in this <laughs> tournament, right? Like, yeah. it, like why I didn't play a single one. The, far too much variance. Kelly, Kelly in, in the Kelly in the rear on the uh, one and duns, but leading the golf draft five to four to four now. Anyway, Danielle, I'm sure you found didn't that. Kelly re- win one and done last year. I know, I know, Danielle. I guess I'm making up to do. You're in last now. I'm in last. I'm in last. I gotta go, I gotta go big these final couple months. You guys are falling apart over there. Last place. We Remember, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you finish first, just as long as you don't finish last, because then you got to pay for the dinner. That's the whole thing about this. Right now, he's in last, so we'll see if he can uh, improve on that. So, so Danielle, here's the deal: the uh, WNBA season, if I'm not mistaken, about four games in, and so we haven't talked about it all. But I know you were you were out here when you were on the show firing. I'm sure you still are. And uh, let's just look before before we get to individual games. Let's just look at the futures market here, courtesy of BetMGM. And our own hometown, at least here in Las Vegas, Las Vegas Aces are the short shot. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? Would you go a different direction here? 
No, that's absolutely appropriately priced. The Aces have come out. They made actually all these really key additions in the offseason. It was interesting because they were kind of quiet in a lot of ways. They made a move up in the draft as well to get a player that was kind of unexpected as well. But they filled out exactly what they needed in their roster, and it's really come to fruition. And, of course, the talk of the town, Becky Hammond, is in there now, made some few changes. She has Asia Wilson actually playing at five pretty consistently now, so it's just been a block party for her. Uh, But they added some really important depth on the wing as well. They were more of a, like, points in the paint kind of team before that, but now they've really solidified that as well. So they're absolutely appropriately priced there, but not necessarily where I would be looking on that board. Danielle, whose shoe is that behind you? <laughs> That's my shoe. It's never been worn, Matt. This isn't, this is my shoe. It's, it's never been worn. It's your, you bought an, you bought a shoe to, un, to not wear and put on a shelf behind you. Do you think it's smarter that your shoes are more expensive than mine and we can't see them? Wow. I was going to ask where the other one was, but man, she had a great comeback. She she has shoe knowledge. She knows Matt's shoes. Matt has a shoe Show us your shoes, Matt. Come on. I do. I got some. I got some. I I I I buy shoes. I I admit. Okay. I buy shoes. I buy shoes. I buy shoes. It's a thing. Yes. I do. I do. I buy shoes. Daniel, what are you looking at on a on a night to night basis? Whenever you are, whenever you're handicapping these games, because I see that you've got you know a couple of bets pretty much per night. Whenever there's a, whenever there's a nice slate on. So what are you looking at? So it's been really tough, obviously, the first couple games of the season because these are virtually all new teams and every team took a step forward, which is great for the league, but it's also been really tough to handicap to see how the pieces are going to come together. And again, we like to have a little bit of data to go off of. And as Gil mentioned, four games into the season, unfortunately, season is 36 games. So... I like to just get in, get early, and just see what we have going on. Uh, So far, what I've been looking for is the teams that are obviously a little bit stronger on defense. For me, the teams that have stood out, of course, the Aces, the Connecticut Sun, these teams towards the top, the Chicago Sky, the Storm, not so much, actually. So it's surprising to see them up there, but they're always going to be a favorite. The Mercury, defense has not been super stellar either. Uh, And the Lynx have been absolutely a dumpster fire since the start of the season. I'm surprised to even see them at eight to one still right now. They're the only team that's zero and four right now. Every other team has at least one loss already, which shows you that every team kind of took a step forward. Nobody's undefeated even four games in, but the links have not got a single win just yet. So there's a couple different things I'm looking for, but that's one of the ones I've been trying to pay close attention to. Danielle, we have to uh, keep the uh, primetime action tradition going. Matt, can you, if we throw those uh, championship odds back, can you give me the uh, cities on all of these teams? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it takes way too long to do. Of no. course I could. No, of but course. It just takes, yeah, it just takes too long. <laughs> you should just pick that. one at random. That's, yeah, the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. Okay. yeah Seattle Storm. The sure. Sky. I see you skip the sun in the sky. Seattle Dang. Storm, Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix Mercury. No. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're no, right. No, Phoenix Mercury. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's the Connecticut Sun because it's after the casino, right? right? Yeah, the Mohegan right. Sun. Yeah. Danielle just said what the sky was. I think Gil pointed out a good point about these. Most of these teams don't have S's. What's going on there? Yeah, it's all singular. a lot of S's. A lot of singular yeah. stuff. The shit. The fever. Atlanta. <laughs> fever. He's just naming what's know, on the screen. The fever. I'm trying to help him out too. No, okay, never mind. The this fever. was a bad exercise. I'm sorry. Sorry to do that. Are any of these expansion teams? Or are these all the no, teams? No, they've all been year? there. This they've is all the been same there. twelve as last season. Unfortunately, <laughs> Matt. I'm so glad you there. called me. I can see that you want to get <laughs> in on your WNBA action. Uh, I am. All right, let's talk about individual games here. Some games tomorrow that stand out to you. Let's let's uh, start with the Mystics and the Wings. What do you like on this? 
All right, so the Mystics and the Wings actually just played each other, and the Wings won 94 to 86. The the Mystics were seven and a half point favorites, and I laid that with the Mystics because they have come out of the woodworks from last season where they were kind of a nothing team. They had tons of injuries, and now they're back. And Elena Deladon is back for the first time really since 2019, and she's made a huge impact to the point where now they're a championship contender. It was, oh, they're coming back. They're going to be better. They'll make playoffs because they missed playoffs last year, which this Mystics team just not do. Uh, but yes, they did just play recently. I thought, yeah, let me lay this with the mystics. Cause the wings are a bottom three team. Why would they beat this team? But they win by like 10. It's terrible. Uh, so that said, I think that the mystics are to come back exact the revenge in this game. You have to pay close attention with these WME games to who's actually playing up until the last minute. It looks like Natasha cloud is a maybe for this game. That's probably their second best player. And she's coming back from a COVID in- illness. So she was actually sick. So even if she's back, she's going to be back from illness. Elena Deladon, supposedly making the trip for this. That's been kind of up in the air on uh, when they're going to rest her, when they're going to let her not travel. But it looks like she's going to be there for that reason. You're getting the Mystics at minus one and a half. Again, they were seven and a half last time they played. Now they're only favored by one and a half. They are on the road, but I do think that they're going to get this done here. So I've already played Mystics minus one and a half. So I'm looking at the standings and the dream are three and one, and yet it's a hundred to one for them to win, to win the odds. <laughs> are, are they just playing like ridiculously out of their minds right now or something? No, no, no. Their defense has been really elite. And they also haven't played very tough competition just yet. They've been playing some of the lower teams. They have had a few surprises and they've taken a huge step forward from last season, but it's unfortunate because everybody else has as well. So the dreams defense has really been the highlight. They're the top team actually in most of those defensive categories. They've been limiting a lot of scoring, including against the aces. Um, So that's kind of the thing that's been working for them. But again, no tough competition just yet. Mercury and the Aces talk about a good early season game, at least on paper. That's tomorrow as well. Um, you're on the Aces here? You laying the points? Oh, I want to be. I want to be. The Aces are at the top of their game. I expect them to win here, obviously, but they're eight right now. You have to lay eight with them. And the tough part about the Aces, same thing as last year, actually. You could probably see them covering this easily, but against Diana Trossi and the Mercury, and their only person they're missing, of course, Brittany Griner. Um, I think that it's a little bit too high for me. So I would look to the Mercury, but I'll probably look to play the aces in game for this one. So a little prime time action for you. Danielle is, um, is this, she did there. Uh, yeah. A little, yeah, I know. I saw she did. <laughs> Listen, she's, she's still mad about the shoe thing. On, she's, on, she's on top of things. <laughs> We've only got 30 seconds. Uh, the Dodgers, are you, are you just to the, is it a foregone conclusion? They're going to win it all. Is that basically how you guys are treating it over there in California? No, the pitching rotation has been such a mess lately. And obviously the Trevor Bauer situation and then Kershaw is going to be on the IL for the next 15 days. So I think that they're a couple injuries away from falling out of that contention. Danielle, how often uh, can people expect the LA city cast? How many times a week do you do that? Three times Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. How long is each? Pretty much. Uh, they're about 35, maybe 45 minutes if I get a little carried away. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize <laughs> you were that prolific on all that. Wow, interesting. Do you delve outside of sports at all, or are you all in the sports box? Sometimes, yeah. We do a hot or not list every week, too, and that's pretty fun. Oh, hot or not. Man. How about rain you on LA. shoes? Wow, hot or not. Very okay. L.A. What would you say, Kelly? To power ranking mad shoes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's on a future episode. Oh, Thank you, Danielle. Great to see you. We appreciate it. Danielle Alvari, everybody, right here on Primetime Action. We'll come back, wrap things up next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We get tweets. This is from Chris Hardman. Gil, primetime action should have a bookcase behind Matt so he can display his unworn shoes, like the kicking shoe, no doubt, when it's time for the <laughs> kick. That shoe will be out of date. There's a, that actually is probably the only unworn shoe that I that I that I own. I wear I just it's just a large rotation of shoes. But I right, wear yeah. them all. You yeah. see, I, I mean, y'all see, I yeah. wear them. all. It's like my socks. Like, I got it's it. It's just a large rotation of, of them. <laughs> you, you said it off air. Do we still know why Danielle had that shoe on behind? No, her? no, she never. She just skipped I, right over. I thought it was a great question by Matt. Uh, and and an even better retort by Danielle. Danielle, it, it, ma- it makes me miss her so much. She's always great. <laughs> great comeback. By the way, Joe Pita just texted me. The NFL Network is showing this Detroit-Minnesota regular season game. He's like, there are 272 regular season games to choose from the show. They're showing the one that knocked him out in Survivor. <laughs> He's just dying <laughs> watching this game again. This is the last second play that uh, was Detroit's first win of the year, right? Where golf threw the touchdown yeah. pass at the end. Oh, man. So he's got a They had that, that tie. I see an 0-10-1 next to him. That is brutal. Uh, we get uh, Ryan Hyatt had a great question about golf here. Golfer you'll you'll always bet on. Gar- Why can't I say golfer? Golfer you'll... Let's start this again. <laughs> Apparently the words golfer and you'll back-to-back yeah, yeah. back don't work for me. 
Golfer, you'll always bet on. Golfer, you'll never bet on, no matter what. Bonus question. Actor, you'll always watch. Actor, you'll never watch their movie, no matter what. This is a great question. Start with the golfers. It's one of the best. Well, see, I would say golfer, I'll take this first because you guys know where I'll be going with this. It, it, it changes year by year and maybe even part of the year, part of the year. But, yeah, Ryan, I had a really, really aggressive approach with Gary Woodland this year. Aggressive. It, aggressive as in, like, basically betting him every tournament he was playing in. Uh, that has not panned out so, uh, so far. I finally uh, j- just got just got away from that, so that, that's probably a good thing. Golf, you'll never bet. I'm not going to say I never bet on this guy, but Gil, you know where I'm going with this. And he was on he was on display again this weekend. Man, Jordan Spieth loves talking to himself and yeah. into that camera, and I cannot stand I'm it. I'm going to play him this week. Good. I'm going to play him this week. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, there's a chance I do too, but I think doubtful. he's got a pretty good. I think he's got a pretty good shot to win. Uh, never bet on no matter what. Patrick Reed, easy. Most yeah. Punchable face in all of the PGA Tour. Um, actor I'll always watch no matter what Brad Pitt and Ryan Reynolds both either one you can put you can put them both you there. will watch yes Brad Pitt and Ryan Reynolds no matter what hmm. um, Interesting. that I'll never watch their movie I don't think I have an actor that I hate really I just have actors that I like I don't t- think I really have one that I hate. I, I think I would probably not watch a Mel Gibson movie at this point a new Mel Gibson movie I probably wouldn't watch for but what if it was Old ones, um, but what I'm if it was like it. Lethal Weapon Nine yeah. or something? I'm all about it. <laughs> You'd have to watch it. I'll never watch Richard Gere because I don't think I don't think he's allowed to make movies anymore. I don't like this actor. You'll always watch. This will be a weird answer. Michael Douglas because I think he has the best like picking movies. I think he has the best success rate of awesome movies selected. So I think your your chance for seeing an excellent movie is up there. I like that one. This is a tough one to answer because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people you could name for like reasons like that. Um, Golfer, you'll always bet on. I'm saying Scotty Scheffler, dude. I think he's different. I really do. I'll be betting on him. I already have a bet on him this week. I think that dude is different. I think he's a lurker. He's always gonna lurk. I think the other one, kind of like Michael Douglas, to me is Gene Hackman. Love me some Gene Hackman. Hackman. I saw a re- recent picture of Gene Hackman. He's like ninety some years old, unrecognized. I haven't seen him in forever. But yeah. yeah. I think he might be dealing with some health issues as well. Indiana fever. Oh, let's talk about this. So you you the made, Indiana would you like fever. to share with people? What the you Atlanta dream, 100 to 1. I was going to say, did you just make me bet on the wrong team? You just no, scared no, no, me no. for a second. No, I, it was the fever. I never would have gotten Indiana fever. I probably would have. I'd eventually <laughs> have gotten there on on most of these. I'd have never gotten Indiana fever. All right, so Matt and I uh, made WNBA bets during the Atlanta race. dream. They are 3-1 and one to start the season. And I'm getting 100 to 1 on them to win it all. Do you like this better or worse than your Philadelphia Stars bet? I don't know. What's their record? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I'm so glad you brought that up, Gil, because yeah. the key to this bet yeah. will be whether or not we even remember we have it. That's correct. We still don't know the playoff system for either. Yeah, yeah. I just went to go Google it. Okay. But we don't I know the USFL playoff system for sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a bet on that but one. But you buddy. did pick off a good number. I mean, hundred to one. There's, there are a bunch of 60s in town. So, yeah. I mean, getting that hundo, hundo is good. Like, I feel good about that. I learned something random today. You know how you, you like you, you think you've been around long enough where you know every little quirk of everything mm-hmm. betting wise? So I had a uh, I had a parlay. Yes, forgive me. I had a parlay, everybody. Let me just apologize. Real quick, you'll eight teams with the highest winning percentage make the WNBA playoffs. Eight out of the out of the twelve? Yes, apparently. Wow. Hold on. I'm getting hundred to one on a team that's already three and one. 
and eight of the twelve teams make the playoffs. Yep. This is the best. This is the best. This is the best bet you can make. Everyone should go make that. <laughs> this is, you like this better than your Houston. Everyone, everyone should go make that. You like this better than your Houston Texans under from last I'll year. Know, I'll let you know in however many games. <laughs> how many games did they play in the season? All right. Like 30? 36. Oh, I, I, 36. Yes, Danielle just said it. 36. 36. Were you paying attention to the interview at all, or are you just asking questions? I was wondering where that shoe came from. <laughs> He's just distracted the whole like, time. I'm just like, top two seeds receive a bye to the semifinals. So they get two buys for the first two rounds. They get two buys. Oh, yeah. it's like those funky conference tournaments. In there's the there's a lot of bullet points here. So, yeah, I know the WNBA playoffs, far more complicated. It's like than the West Coast Conference where, like, Gonzaga's already right. in the finals when it starts. Not quite the finals, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so I had a, uh, I had a parlay that hit in December. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a ridiculous parlay. It was six legs. One of those legs was the University of Hawaii playing a bowl game on Christmas Eve. Do you remember what happened to that game? It got canceled. Christmas Eve game, University of Hawaii got canceled. So I hit the other five legs, right? So you do the whole parlay calculator thing. And you put it through the parlay calculator and you see what your payout should be. And usually that is spot on for parlays that you have. Don't ask me why I did this parlay. I have no idea. I don't remember anything, and my dad passed away right after that, so I have no recollection of my reasoning or what was going on. But I do remember that it hit and that the Hawaii thing got expunged because the game didn't get played. So I won the parlay, and at the time, they paid me um, a fraction less than the parlay calculator said I should be paid. So not a big deal, right? It was like, instead of getting paid $7,942, right. <laughs> you could tell I, 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 yeah, yeah, I know yeah, the yeah. number. Random number, I'm Instead sure, of yeah. getting paid $7,942, I got paid $7,832. And okay. so I had never had this happen before. It's not like I'm betting parlays all over town. Right, yeah. But I had, I had never had this happen to me before, and I was always curious okay, it's great that I got paid out, but, you know, it's not that much money difference, but why? I'm curious as to why. Anyway, I do two jobs a day here. It's not like it's first, you know, on top of my mind. So I think I went once to, to get a reading as to why at the sports book, why this would happen. Nobody knew. So I kind of forgot about it. And then today, after leaving a numbers game, I'm like, oh, you know what? I got some time here. Let me go check this out. So I went, and the the very guy that runs the entire sports book um, here in town was kind enough to come out from his cubby hole somewhere in the back there, and he spent 10, 15 minutes with me. So it turns out, and there's going to be somebody out there who, who knew this, and I, I did not because I guess I haven't done enough parlays in my life. Is that there's different, a different hold percentage on parlays at different well, shops? Well, no. When you have, I had in that parlay, can you guess where this is going? Anybody? Any of us? I mean, what I just guessed was, what it was, was my guess. So I had two of those legs were minus 110s. Two of the remaining ones that hit were minus 110s. And so when there are multiple minus 110s, instead of it jibing with a parlay calculator, sportsbooks have predetermined odds payouts for multiple minus 110 legs. Like in the NFL, mm, I think if you hit okay. a two-team parlay, it's like 13 to 5 or something like that. So as a result, those two legs convert to the predetermined grid. So the incremental difference is because of that. So if I had had a four-leg parlay of nothing but minus 110s, the parlay calculator would have been way off of what the payout would have been. 
not way off, but it would have been markedly off right. because it would have gone to their grid. So, but isn't, but isn't then the answer to my question? What yes. Was, what was your question? Again? Basically, they have a set. They have a set just for those parlay uh, yeah, just that for include those. minus one ten. Correct. But what the end result is is that their their the hold percentage on those kind of parlays yes. is yes. is larger. For correct. Them, right. That's correct. So I, it I, is interesting. I hadn't. It's weird. Like now that I know it, it's like, oh yeah, sure. Of course, that's what it is. But like, I couldn't figure it out on my own. I was like, oh, I, I no, it is interesting because yeah. that's. Uh, I've wondered about things like that before yeah. in the past, and it's, I it, just like you, you, you explained. I there's been a couple times where I thought numbers were a little off, but they were so they were so smally off. Right. I didn't even bring it up, and I thought I uncovered this grand skimming scheme. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's totally kosher. Anyway, sorry I filibustered the end of that show, but I know you're... you're... What was up with that shoe? (laughs) I don't know. I'm on the heat tomorrow. Why didn't she tell us? She did, but I don't don't really understand. I didn't really get the answer. Work on the background, man. You need to work on your... Maybe you should do some off-air research. Get your bowlers out of your background. Nightcap is next. Tim and Sean enjoy from Visa and the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.